You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. What's up, everybody? Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another AfterBuzz After Show for Glee, Season 3, Episode 15, Big Brother. It was gone, and it is back, but before we do anything else, we have a new, a fabulous host, Stephanie Wanger. Yeah! And I am Roxy Stryer. I am back, and we have Phil helping us out in the pseudo booth over there. What do I call that area? Pseudo booth. This, uh, this is why booth? don't we call it the engineer's corner? The engineer's corner. I like that. We really are like that. Studio B has been reamped. I'm actually gonna start calling it Studio Badass. A plus, studio <laughs> Badass. I love it in here. It's like a cozy. I know. It feels like much more intimate than. Uh, I'm, I'm digging it. Yeah. I'm digging Studio Badass. Cool. So. It's awesome in here, but they don't want to hear about the studio. They want to hear about their favorite show because it's been off the air, which has been miserable. It's but been what we want to hear is your comments. <laughs> okay, what okay. We want to hear. I'm is supposed your- to plug the iTunes. I know I'm supposed to plug the iTunes. So here I am plugging it. We got to hear your comments because otherwise we can't do what we're doing here. We're working for free. We're working for you. We're putting in so many hours, and all we ask in return is that you go to our iTunes, you five star rate us, and you write your comments. Even if you want to critique us, if, if we're doing something wrong, if you want to see us do something else, if there's somebody you really want us to interview, you want to see somebody on the show, let us know what you're thinking. Uh, you can also tweet at us. Where can we find you? At Stephanie Wenger. At Roxy Stryer. You can tweet during the show. You can tweet during the week when you really miss us. You can YouTube comment us. But most importantly, we've got to get those iTunes comments because we need them for well, some because, reason. We really well, need them right now. Here's why Stephanie really came in is because Roxy puts in so much blood and sweat into this whole place that we need literally Stephanie to wipe all the blood and sweat off Roxy. It's, is it's, that why you're here? It's That's so why true. She's here. That's why I came in. So too. why am I still a little sweaty? Um, <laughs> just anyway. kidding. And also, uh, the other big big help you can do is uh, keep Maria, the found Maria Menounos, the founder of our network, away from AfterBuzz. How do you do that? You keep her on Dancing with the Stars. Now I right, joke about she's, that. She's mad because we spend a lot of money here, and she can't know. So you got to keep her on After Buzz, and I mean on Dancing with the Stars, and vote for her because when she comes in and sees what we did to Studio B, and how much we spent, oh boy. Yeah, but it, uh, but if she's uh, like, I just won the Mirror Ball, and, and and if we could distract her in that way, yeah. But you won the Mirror Ball. Let's talk about that. She's yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, she won't she'll, know. She'll be happy. We're just plugging things left and right. Does anybody else have anything they want to talk about before we talk about Glee? I think that was about where we should probably jump into the episode. Well, let's jump right in. I want to start by talking about Sue Sylvester. 
This is a crazy storyline they have going on, and I didn't even see this coming, so... No, I mean, she kind of flipped a 180 on us from, like, the mean... She's still being mean, but a mother-to-be? Where did that come from? It's crazy. Right, and her... The father is supposedly a celebrity, and all she wants is a baby girl, and finally we see she goes to the doctor's office, and she brings with her her... Two friends, Emma and Will. First time she ever refers to them as friends. Proud of you, Sue. And she got it. She got that baby girl. And you get this moment of joy, and then it all collapses. Because we see that there's something wrong with the embryo. But we don't know what until later on in the episode when we see she turns to Becky and she says, She is a girl, Becky, just like you just like you, and we get the feeling that she has Down syndrome. Yeah, and it's interesting because the show has been foreshadowing it for a while, actually, with um, her sister sister and being so close to Becky. So it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how um, she deals with having a daughter with Down syndrome. Right, and then Becky comes into her and says, you know what, parenting tip, be more patient. And we see Sue really take that to heart because she's been coaching uh, the Glee Club and She's been so hard on them with boot camp and calls them really mean names that I don't even know if I can repeat on air. (laughs) No, and she yells at them and she's being so hard. And finally, you can see that Becky's really the only one. Becky and her sister are the two people who ever can really get to her. So maybe that's in some way a positive thing because she'll see that side of her daughter and, and be able to be that mother to her daughter. I honestly think even though Sue has a lot of negative qualities, if anybody could be an awesome mother... Um, especially to a child with Down syndrome, which it's a hard hurdle to get over. There's, Absolutely. It's a lot of medical expenses and a lot of extra love goes into that. And I think she's the right woman for the job, to be honest. I think so, too. She has a lot of strength, and uh, it'll be great to see her do And that. you would never think that of her, but we've seen it in the past. Yeah, she's interesting because she is very hard-nosed, but then she definitely has that soft side, and she can actually be emotional, too. Right, exactly. Wait, Phil, before I keep talking, I noticed that um, we our number to call into Studio B is 424-256. What's the ending part? One six. One six three three. So if you want to talk to us, you can call in here four two four two five six one six three three. Don't call the number that was on before because then you'll talk to people in Studio A and they're doing. Well, well we're, we're gonna we're gonna. What are they doing in there? Again, we're gonna spend some more of Maria's money. <laughs> in fact, we already have. Now we're just waiting for the product to come, and uh, we have a whole new brand brand new phone system coming in. So we're oh excited my goodness. about that. It'll be really cool. Here at AfterBuzz, we like to piss money away. <laughs> and we can only do it if you iTunes rate us. I don't really know how it correlates, but I know it does. I've, that's been ingrained in my mind. So Absolutely. I'm just going to keep plugging that through the whole episode. B- bottom line, we need your comments, so please comment. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. So back to Sue. We think she's the woman for the job. We think she can deal with this. Is this set in stone? Do we are we positive about this or are we not sure exactly what's going on? I feel like it was pretty clear. I mean, they when she said to Becky like a daughter just like you. Right, but can science nowadays really tell you 100%? I think you're asking the wrong girl. Um I don't know. I don't know. I mean, That's crazy if it can. That's and it's also like... a whole question of in glee world what happens? Is it you know, they do some crazy stuff on Glee, and and will it end up being okay for her? Is it going to be a cliffhanger at the end of the season? I could see it going that way for I sure. I know. 
I know, so I guess we'll just have to see. Speaking of disabilities, though, we do see in this episode we come back really strong with Quinn. Okay, and by really strong, I mean, did you really just get in a car accident? Because I understand you're in a wheelchair, but you don't have a scratch on your pretty little face. Yeah, perfect. Just... That being said, it has been two months, but not a broken arm, not a broken rib, not anything. Her bottom half is completely uh, paralyzed for now. She thinks it's going to get better. But how realistic is this really? I mean, that's the thing that drove me nuts was um, all this week in the press, they've been talking about that the that the episode before the hiatus was a message about don't text and drive. Right. And then we came back and she was perfectly... Okay, she is in a wheelchair and obviously that's a huge hurdle to jump over, but she didn't look like she had a scratch on her. And I was thinking like, if you were in that serious of a car accident due to texting, you should probably at least spend an episode or two in the hospital. Maybe a bruise on your face a, in the hospital, something. Something, exactly. Show the injury a little bit. Show the consequence of this giant car accident. But what I will say is, once I got over that and was like, okay, I'm just going to accept it. She's out. She's in a wheelchair. Right. She doesn't have any cuts. Fine. I'll accept it. Once I got over that, I thought her relationship with Artie was so freaking cute. Something we've never seen before. And, I mean, really, she... Needs him as a mentor right now. You know, how she absolutely killed every single dance move. And I'm not talking about Quinn right now. I'm talking about Diana Agron. How she managed to do that. I mean, we see that Artie's had years of practice on this show. And he's been able to do it. How she really did this, I don't even know. That must have taken so much practice. I can. The first dance number off the top. I'm still standing in Elton John song. And she was killing it killing it amazing they both look great in that i mean and he was sounded so, great yeah and so on point it just in their song and dance so you're noticing i think throughout the episode a little bit of sexual tension there yeah that's what i was really surprised with because you if you think back to season one you would never think quinn and Artie. i mean right oh my gosh different planets i mean same high school but different social circles completely and then but she has changed so much absolutely it's, it's unfathomable how much she's changed i mean i can't even fathom it I know. or I... explain it for that matter i mean she went from being goody two shoes to pregnant christian girl again a drug addict dyed her hair i mean came back tried to sabotage the relationship uh with um the mom and Puck and that right. whole deal. So, I mean, now is accepting of the wheelchair situation. I mean, her arc has just been, whoa. And my understanding from Ryan Murphy is that her arc was only supposed to be a few episodes um, in season one. And to see her go full circle and then some on the show is incredible. She went 180 and then 180 again and now is... Somewhere in between, yeah. 70, is that a saying? <laughs> right. I don't know. She's all over the place, but I kind of like it. I do, too. I, I really like her character a lot, and I like Diana Agron. I think she does an incredible job. And um, even on tour um, this summer, she really took a lead in the show, and that was really surprising to see because you don't see her sing all the time on the show. Right, and, and tonight's episode, I mean, we had I'm Still Standing. We had um, Up, Up, Up. So the two of them, Artie and Quinn, got to sing two songs out of the fa- five songs tonight. We didn't hear anything from Rachel Berry, nothing from Finn, nothing from Santana, nothing from Mercedes. Yeah, the I usual mean, players were kind yeah. of 
laying low tonight. Love that. Love that, Glee. I mean, they never give that to us. Well, I was going to say, this is a cast with a huge amount of talent. Absolutely. Right. And to see some of these other people getting their moment in the spotlight, I don't know what to call it, is kind of nice. That being said... In general, how freaking bizarre was tonight? We kept looking at each other like, what? It was going in a hundred different directions, and then it would come back together, and you would be like, wait, okay, and then back apart, and you were just like, what is going on? One minute, there's magazines being thrown on the table from Puck, and then there's fighting, and then there's making up, and then I I couldn't even, I I was all over the place, and I think... It's because we were on such a long hiatus. Now we got back and they were like, we're just going to throw this all at you. And I, I think it's going to be a puzzle in the final eight episodes of the season. And things that we saw tonight will play out um, throughout the last eight episodes. Right. And they didn't have time for even more than five songs tonight. Usually they try to throw some more in, but they had to do so much with the storyline. And like you're saying, we're coming to the end of the season here. So we got to push forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, sticking with Quinn and Artie, what do we think about... Their senior skip day, or as Artie likes to call it, Crip Skip. Crip Skip. Yes. Um, that was actually a surprising turn. I really like their friendship, but I was like, this is a weird thing. And I didn't know that it actually existed. Maybe this is my own ignorance, but I didn't know that something like a skate park existed like that. That's I feel so like cool. it'd be so dangerous. I know. Exactly. I was like, it's so cool, but really dangerous. Yeah. So do we like that, though? Do we think that they're going to continue with their friendship? Or did that fight at the end seem like the be-all, end-all? I think that Artie seemed really excited to have a friend that was like him in school because it's always been just like him in the wheelchair and him fighting to get on the bus and him. And so to have somebody who could like be just like him was really exciting. Right. And so it'll be interesting to see if she does get out of the wheelchair Exactly. Kind of, kind of how that relationship plays out. I like this storyline now because it actually opens up stories for both of them. You know, I think a lot of tonight's episode has to do with the fact that Glee doesn't know exactly where they're going. Yeah. So we're unsure about something, so they're trying to open a lot of doors so that they can end up deciding which door they're going to go through. So, for example, will she be able to walk again? Usually we would have a sure answer. Yes, with rehab you will or you won't. She seems to think she will. Artie thinks she won't. One of them's going to end up getting crushed. Yeah. I mean, of course, Artie wants her to stay that way selfishly because he wants somebody who's to relate to. Yeah. But unselfishly because he's a great friend and I'm sure eventually he'll want to see her get better. And she, of course, wants to get better because, I mean, she's not used to this and it sucks. Yeah. So we've got that door. We've also got the whole door with... L.A. versus New York right now. I think that they're trying to... They don't know where they're going to end up, where they're going to be filming, where they want to go. Will Quinn get to go to Yale? We don't know now. Will Rachel and Finn be moving to L.A. or New York? We don't know now. Puck planning on going to L.A. with his whole uh, pool cleaning business. And then we've got the brother coming in tonight saying... Look, I'm I'm all over the place like the episode. But we got the brother coming in tonight saying, theater sucks, don't go to New York, you're going to L.A. So that's what they're trying to do, clearly, right? Yeah, exactly. I think they're trying to scramble everything up. Mm -hmm. All the um, kids are graduating, or most of them are. And so you're kind of seeing them give their writers writers a wide-open door for next season. And um, it'll be interesting to see where it all ends up in the next little bit. And I know Ryan Murphy was talking about um, I think it was on Inside the Actors Studio yesterday that we will see um, Rachel and Finn and um, and I think Puck back um, 
back for next season. So he's going to have to come up with some way to incorporate all these locations and all these different right. dreams into one show. What do you want to see? Do you want to see L.A.? Do you want to see New York? Do you want them to stay in Lima? What do you want to see? I totally understand where Finn was coming from tonight with wanting to live out his own dreams, but I'm not sure he knows what his dreams are yet. And so at that point, I feel like you kind of have to support the person you love if you really love them. Like, New York has been Rachel's dream since day one of Glee, at least. Exactly. Wait, speaking before, we were talking about the skip data, and I wanted to get back to that for a second because a little bit of an AfterBuzz exclusive, our very own Gat... Gabby Loren, who does a couple other shows here. She's great. If you don't know her, you should watch her shows. I know. What is she? She does Jersey Shore. Um, She does Revenge. And she actually was Rachel Berry's stunt double in this episode tonight. Um, So we'll get the scoop from her on that and how filming went. We'll come back next week with all that. Um, But I remember when she was going through the auditions, and it's hysterical because they look nothing alike. No, no, they don't. No, No, they really don't, but... You know, sometimes it's just what they need for it. And she was telling me during the roller coaster scenes and everything. So we'll get that from what her. What a fun day. I'm, I hear the Glee shoots long days, but yeah. it must be fun. Um, she had so much fun at the audition. I know she had fun shooting it. So, And she talked to some of the actors. So we'll see what she thought about that. And we'll, we'll hopefully get her on the show. If not, she'll call in or I'll just catch up with her and give everybody the gossip. Absolutely. But that I think that's awesome. Um, even though... <laughs> The filming of that was kind of weird when they were doing the roller coaster. It was so clearly uh, green screen, yeah. edited, bizarre looking. But anyway, that's. I'm just going to let my imagination stretch for multiple things in tonight's episode so I don't get annoyed. No, exactly. I think that's the way to go. I think that's always the way to go with Glee. Like, I love Glee, but you kind of have to let all those reality things. Especially this season, you can get bogged down in the semantics, and I won't let myself get bogged down. Don't do it. (laughs) I will not. I will rise above. No, but seriously, when you just stick to the actual characters, you can really relate. At least to one, two, three, maybe all of them. Exactly. That's why this show is so freaking awesome. And tonight we saw a very relatable moment between two brothers. We had the actor Matt Bomer come in and he was playing not Anderson Cooper, but Cooper, Cooper Anderson. Anderson. So please forgive us if we call him Anderson Cooper. It's really freaking confusing. Yeah. Ryan Murphy, why do you try to be so ironic all the time? <laughs> it's confusing. Stop it right now. So we see him come in and he's playing Blaine Anderson's brother. What do we think? I thought, the first thought I had was, how much fun is this actor having with this part? Killing it. He was so happy and excited the whole time. Even you could tell in the moments where he's being serious. He just had so much fun being up there, and that's what you love to see. You notice I point at you when I say that, because I'm (laughs) acting, and this is serious, so I'm pointing. Exactly. That's what I learned from him. Cooper Anderson taught me that tonight. When you're serious, you point and you raise your voice. Exactly. That's and you can ask at an audition or when you're doing a part if um, it's a dramatic or comedic role. That's what I learned from him. Oh, yes. <laughs> very, very good. If you want to know how to act, watch this episode and take tips. Yeah. Don't do it. You'll yeah. fail. No, it, it was hysterical, though. But honestly, I'm sure there were some people out there watching tonight's episode, not catching the irony, who went back and started practicing their monologues and were like, to be or not to be. <laughs> Just giant finger points all around. Amazing. Um, but he was hysterical. Loved watching the actor. Hope we see him way more often. Mm-hmm. Just great. And their relationship was great. But I had a problem. And 
I like a, I was just saying I'm not going to get bogged down in this kind of stuff. But this to me, I couldn't look past it. I couldn't look through it. I had to stare right at it. They sing these two songs together. <laughs> no, no, they sing three songs. They do. It's Fighter. The fir- But the first song they sing is, uh, it's actually a mix of Hungry Like the Wolves and Rio, Duran Duran. And this song actually establishes their relationship. I didn't mind this song. I thought the mashup was great. They really killed it. But we see that Cooper is really, really hard on Blaine. Yeah. We can get to that after, though. It was the next two songs that, oh, boy. Blaine sings Fighter, which is a Christina Aguilera song about an ex-boyfriend who made her, turned her into a fighter. Um, She says, after all your lies and your stealing and your cheating, I want to know, all this stuff. She's talking about an ex-boyfriend. It's very evident. And to have one brother sing it to another, I was like, huh, these lyrics don't really work. Then, later on, they have... They sing together Somebody That I Used to Know, which is the Gautier song that's really popular right now. It's a freaking kick-ass song. If you don't know it, you've either been hiding under a rock or you really, mm. really are missing out. I mean, it's stuck in go my head listen to the, the song. It's, right. yeah. Download the song from the Glee artist. Download it from Gautier. It's freaking awesome. But it's about relationships. And even I heard an interview with Gautier talking about how he actually used his previous relationships and compiled all the stories into bits and pieces um, and made it into a song. I mean, the lyrics, you didn't have to stoop so low. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. You didn't have to change your number, um, collect your record. It it just is about a couple. And it was weird. It's completely about a couple. That one bothered me less, though, than the fighter. Fighter really bugged me. They sounded great. I'll give them that. Oh, yeah. But the, the second song, Gautier's song, um, for some reason, I could relate it to a brother relationship because it's like they used to know each other and it's coming back around and I could I could get it. I got the title. Somebody that I used to know made sense. But if you actually listen to the lyrics of the song, it's like... No, I, I, mean, scratch, I, I mean, I, I, I can totally understand that. It was just confusing to me. I think there's, I mean, think about the billions of songs out there. It's easy to choose the right one, or at least one that works totally, you know? Yeah. And I, these songs are great, and I just feel like they wanted to cover them, so they tried to throw them in where they worked. But think about how many different places Fighter would work. I mean, Completely. all over the place. They, and, they didn't have to use it tonight. And I have to say on a personal pet peeve level that during Fighter, Darren Chris is normally great at, uh, they lip sync the songs, obviously. Um, they record them in the booth or what have you. And he was so off in the lip sync. I it was bizarre. Ha- I've never seen anything like that with him. I mean, yeah. somebody that I used to know, he was spot on. Yeah. For Fighter, it was like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. I mean, yeah. they even at one point had to stop shooting the camera out of his mouth and they just like cut him up to the eyes and had something blocking him because I think they realized this is awkward. Yeah. But holy crap, how hot was he when in the shower oh. with his back? I was yeah. like, what? Why don't we ever see that? Exactly, because you see like, you know, Finn and Puck all the time, like the shower scenes and they're often, but yeah, where did Darren Chris? Awesome for Darren Chris. I mean, damn, he looked good. Yeah. So what what else about this brother, the sibling relationship? Do we want to see more of the siblings? Do we think he's going to go back? I mean, Blaine says he has this whole plan to try to get him the audition still. What do we think? 
You know, I love this relationship. I think it's really fun. Right. It adds a cool new element to the show. So I don't know. I feel like it would be cool to have him back. I mean, obviously, Matt Bomer can't join the cast of Glee. He has other commitments. So bummer, bummer. But it would like be- free credit report. Yeah, Whatever. you know, Cooper Anderson also apparently has other... Um, Free credit rating. Yeah. That's gum. Oh and my gosh, that song was insane. Hysterical. And pointing. And how big of a celebrity he is for Lima. That was amazing. Oh, and just the fact that like he walked into high school and he was literally a just like A-list celebrity. Yeah, oh my dropping, God, it was awesome. Dropping my headphones here. <laughs> well, they are very, we're very intense here. It feels so serious, and and exactly. I'm, I'm in it to win it right now. 100%. But yeah, no, he, he's great. We hope to see him back. Usually, I have a really hard time um, adjusting to new characters on the show, but him, I feel like he fit right in, and I was into it. Um, okay, so also, we talked a little bit about Finn and Rachel. Phil's going to yell at you if you don't adjust your mic, I can tell. Is he? Um, I kept looking he, over you know, at him. Like, is he, that better? He's given the movements. and, and There you go. Phil, sometimes he'll just go back right out and say it. And sometimes he'll try to do the movements for you. I know. I just figure, you know, you guys are our audience and you deserve to know what's going on. So somebody's mic's messed up. I'm just going to call it out. I see I it. know. Yeah. See, I dropped the headphones and then the mic got all messed up. But now I'm looking over at you. And is that we're good now? We're excellent. Good, good. We're not good. <laughs> we're excellent. Hell Yay. yeah! Good, good. I'm wow, my that. my confidence is just going through the roof <laughs> I, tonight. I, I feel it. I love the compliments. Okay, so we talked a little bit about Finn and Rachel. Um, anything else we wanted to say about their relationship? Are we still liking them together? Are they gonna get married? Um, I don't know about marriage. I do like them together. They're one of my favorites mm-hmm. on the show. Um, they're also a real life couple now, which is we got some of that in news and gossip. Okay, well, I'm skipping ahead then. Apparently, so um, yeah, they. I like them on the show though. I think it's going to be interesting to see how their two divergent dreams, because clearly Finn wants to figure out his path in life, and then Rachel has known her path since she was a baby, so it'll be interesting to see how that... Okay, I'm into it. (laughs) I love it. Amazing. Wait, what do we think about, though, his pool cleaning business with Puck? Is there a real future in Los Angeles for this? I don't think so. What's Puck's deal with the Cougars? Well, what is Puck's deal with... That's the way it seems. (laughs) (laughs) With the Cougars, and then also this random thing of, like... They've never mentioned going into business together. Like, he's had the pool business for a while now. And th- and then it was all of a sudden, like, want to move to California and do this pool cleaning business? And you- I'm saying it was just them trying to open the door to them going to California. Yeah. And honestly, maybe that's the cast saying, we can't film in New York right now. We're all auditioning here. We need to film in uh, Los Angeles. That's very California. True. The dream for pool makers. Exactly. No, pool cleaners. In tonight's episode, we see that Puck says, in Lima, there are 22 pools. I've counted. But in California, there are, what does he say, thousands. Yeah, it's like countless pools. Countless. I Googled it. So now I'll be a rich pool boy comparing himself to Albert Einstein, um, like oh, Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, it was, it was one of the most bizarre, like, okay, we're all going to be pool cleaners together. Let's go, go, go. He just threw in a lot of random crap this episode, and I kind of liked it. Speaking yeah. of random crap, we had a few different quotes I just wanted to point out. One from Blaine's brother saying, when a choice feels wrong, it's actually a good thing. Another great acting tip. Um, <laughs> one from Sue, 
When will someone give me a straight answer as to why they have nipples? Talking about the male population. Really good question, Sue. I'm going to do some research on that. Get back to you next week about it. I cannot wait to hear the answers to that. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Another Sue quote. I'm going this, there this week to confirm the sex of my daughter. Um, um, amazing. That's uh, awesome. Amazing. Um, and yeah, we also saw Cooper. I was really great in that number. You were really great, I have to He remember. had amazing one-liners. I mean... Those were our, my favorite quotes of the episode. Um, I like doing quotes of the episode. I think we should start doing I a little segment. I totally agree. I will Especially this that. one. We got a, a lot of one-liners. Something we actually didn't talk about, though, at the very top when we talked about Sue, I just wanted to talk about, really quick, the swim coach coming in uh, to do the Glee... Not the Glee. The, the Cheerios. Cheerios, exactly. Co-chair. Um... Her and she wants to help, and her name's Roz Washington. And what do we think? Is she gonna be able to help? Do we want to see her in the Cheerios? I thought that, that was just setting it up um, for her to go into the Glee Club. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I think that that's where we're going with that, and maybe for nationals. Okay. So I think we pretty much covered the episode, but don't go anywhere because we're gonna head a commercial, and when we come back, we're gonna go over some really sweet. News and gossip and predictions. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Well, we want to buzz about Glee, of course. Um, just before we get to news and gossip, which is going to be read by our very own Phil Svitek and... Uh, he actually is a better reader than I, and I'm probably at a second grade trouble. level, so you're probably <laughs> at a fifth grade level, so we're going to go easy on you. But before we get there, quick shout-out to Susie Easton, who's one of our favorite, favorite fans here. She calls in for most of our shows. She's freaking awesome, and she actually tweeted us saying she's in love with Matt Bomer, and I'm going to say I have to agree, and she said he, she thought he did a great job, which I also agree with. So, Susie, thank you so much for your comments, as always. Now we can go with some... After Buzz TV News. All right, here we go. Let's see. Good All luck. Right. The New Directions <laughs> have some serious uh, tributes coming up. On Tuesday, April 24th, Glee will honor the late Whitney Houston. Following Houston's untimely death in February, Glee coincidentally covered her signature song, I Will Always Love You, and placed a memorial card following the episode. However, talk of an entire tribute quickly heated up. The episode titled Dance with Somebody is set to feature eight of Houston's biggest hits. Though no specifics have been released, it's rumored that I want to dance with somebody and it's not right, but it's okay. It's not right, 
but it's okay. You know. <laughs> well, now I know. Uh, we'll be among the covered songs. Before Houston, Before the Houston episode, Glee will pay tribute to Disco on Tuesday, April 17th, um, and Saturday night, Gleever. The Glee... <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, the Glee Club will cover the music of the Bee Gees. The April 17th episode will also introduce the Glee Project finalist Alex Newell as Wade. Okay, so this is why we need our very own Billy back here, because he was a big Glee Project fan, and I didn't watch... I watched Glee Project. You did? Yeah, oh. that's an, yeah. come on. Are you lying? <laughs> No, they. they um, I, I forget the names. I is can tell you're lying because you always. No, is he the Irish kid or the Dreads kid? No, he's neither because the Irish kid's already on here and the Dreads kid's already on here. They is actually, it the woman? Because they had the four finalists. The four, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and then the, the two guys won. Yeah, the won, two guys that won, though, but and, the four. And, then the, and the girls got on the show anyway. So it's going to be one of the females. Is it? Is it. The uh, for those of you who listened to our Glee Project episode, um, and for those of you who didn't, I forget their names now. But uh, is is she the bitchy one? You know, you know who I'm talking I, about. I don't know. I really don't. We'll get I, back to you though. I'm gonna have to do more research on this. I, I hate know. sounding ignorant on my own. I know exactly. <laughs> I was like, I watched the first couple episodes of it, and then. I don't know what happened. We'll I get that Why did I watch Glee Project and you didn't? <laughs> I just don't know their names anymore. Like I know D- Damon's the Irish kid. Yeah. Who's yeah. the Who's the Dreads the, kid? I call him um, Dreads Jesus. So <laughs> I don't really know. All right. Well, that's why we need Billy and what? Sarah Mendoza. Also, where are you, Sarah? Come back to us. And we also need our very own Mia Smith. People on Glee drop like flies. I how about how about, how about we just <laughs> how about we just catch up on our Glee Project podcast? Okay, here I'll do it this TV. weekend. <laughs> While I'm at Coachella in my pocket, I'll be watching Glee. Um, okay, so what else you got for us? All right, absence doesn't always make the heart grow fonder. As Leah Michelle learned the hard way when she split up with Broadway star Theo Stockman in September 2001. Fortunately for Michelle, uh, she's dating co-star Phil Spitek. Sorry for a um. slip right there. <laughs> um, no, she's dating Corey Monteith. Eliminates that problem. They had a quick little trip in New York. A source tells U.S. Weekly of the couple who were spotted around the Big Apple over the weekend. Uh, quote, Leah didn't want to be away from from him for those for just those few days. The couple took their romance public in February, though they've been hooking up for a while. Ooh. Um, that's the end of the quote. Being with Monteith is bringing out the best in Michelle, who visited her new booze Vancouver hometown on February 25th. This is a quote. Corey is definitely having a positive effect on Leah. She's much less miserable these days. That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll stop right Here, there. Here's what I have to say about that. We, uh, after Buzz here, broke the news, I think it was in January, when I was of obviously stalking them on Twitter, and there was a picture put up. Um, Jenna, uh, whose last name I always can't pronounce. Osh- yeah, yeah. I think it is. Um, put put up a picture of her, and it was either with Darren Chris or, Ki- or yeah or Chris Colfer. And it was Chris Colfer. There was a picture of the two of them, and in the background, there was a picture of Leah Michelle and Corey Monteith making out which was huge which news. was huge news and it was taken down in 30 seconds after everybody started tweeting about it but of course it had already gone viral by then so you heard it here first at after buzz that we thought something was going on and clearly it is yeah i think that they were also in cabo in the last couple of weeks as well um hanging out and uh so yeah they've been all over i gotta finish this quote 
Uh, even <laughs> even when she was with Theo, she uh, she was always depressed being so far away from him, not getting to see him. She likes having someone with her that's actually there. Long distance is not her thing. So, <laughs> Phil, I guess your guys' relationship is over. Huh? She's going to New York, and you're here. No, I'll just go to New York. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm putting AfterBuzz. <laughs> For Leah Michelle, so, it's just over. After yeah, because Buzz. After Buzz would survive without you. No, <laughs> we're All shutting right. down. <laughs> well, Matthew Morrison is a very hat is also very happy with his girlfriend. Uh, the Glee star has been dating Renee. Oh my God, I'm going to butcher this. Can, can I can't. Help? I can't pronounce it either. Uh, Stephanie. I'm not sure. No, I, I don't can't think pronounce I can it either. Balls. All right. She's uh, not. She's not famous, so it doesn't matter. Keep going. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, not famous girl since last summer, and is pleased to have found love with someone who isn't famous. Oh, there we go, because she gives him the normality he needs in his life. He said, "Quote: I'm very happy. Renee's not in the industry. I need that normality. We like to stay at home and cook. We're not that Hollywood." Um, Matthew had previously said he is an, he is a very good boyfriend. He said, "People can think what they they like. I know I'm a very good boyfriend. I think it." I, I take it very seriously. I'm comfortable in my own skin. So, good for you. Good for him. Yeah, great. <laughs> I go, she's not a celebrity, so it doesn't matter. I don't really mean that. Oh, my God. Mm. Your name matters no matter who you are. I'm not a celebrity. My name is Roxy Stryer, and that matters. <laughs> and I pointed, so you know I'm serious. <laughs> exactly. No, it's. Uh, we still want to get your name right. <laughs> I just can't. Hers is hard to pronounce. Uh, yeah, I know. I know exactly the last name, and it's. I but would not. But, Phil, have. other than that, I'm really proud of you and your reading skills this week. You've definitely graduated at least middle school. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting it. there. I'm getting there. Well, watching Glee actually helps. Yeah. Because yeah. I learned how to read. <laughs> There's so... All the, yeah. The news the and gossip of the show, it's like looking it up is freaking crazy because there's so many main characters. So many main characters and so much coverage of Glee. And so, so many hard names to pronounce. Yeah. So, is, is that our news and gossip well, for the Yes, week? that is our news and gossip for April 10th, 2012. And now... Ooh, la, la. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Okay, so we know we're seeing Saturday Night Gleaver, uh, and that the kids aren't so excited about it, but I'm excited. I'm really excited. I think it'll be really fun. Can you show me your best um, Saturday Night Fever dance move? I think I might have to save that for after, you know. You don't do a little, mm, no, a little, mm. And people Um, listening on iTunes, because I begged you to listen on iTunes, you know, I just did, like, some disco moves and a little... How can I outdo that little mini dance? (laughs) I look good, though, right? It was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we also see some sort of scandal with the Santana Britney sex tape. Thank God we're getting them back in the action because when Santana's not in the show, I die a little inside. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the most interesting relationships on the show. I and need Britney's one-liners, of course. Exactly. And it's weird with that relationship. It'll go away like it's non-existent for yeah. three episodes and then come back and you're like, wait, where were you and why weren't you with us? And we're not seeing anything about Trouty Mouth and Mercedes recently. I know. And that's another couple that it's. I feel like they're just like stringing it along. Like eventually we're going to get somewhere with it, but... They're really making us wait for that one. Predictions with Rachel and Finn? Am I am I echoing now? No. Oh. Maybe in your head. Uh, oh, okay. In my head, I just love to hear myself so much, I repeat it twice. Um, so, <laughs> Rachel and Finn. <laughs> Rachel and Finn, I, you know, it's... 
I mean, if you go with the last scene of the episode, you would say, well, they're not going to last long. But they're one of those couples where I think they're going to keep coming back around. Especially if they're dating in real life. I don't think they're going to want to see them break up on the show. A little bit of a... Yeah. Just a writer's input in there. I just don't think they would like to see it. Uh, but we do see there's some good music coming up. We've got this Whitney Houston, Houston tribute, which I'd love to see. Um, but some people get really sick of these tributes, so well, I, I'd like to see what else they have to offer us. like to keep it current with the hip-hop and yeah, I would love some to rock see, and roll Yeah, in there. all these characters kind of, you know. There's only a few episodes left, develop. but we know we're coming back next year. Unlike a lot of my shows right now, which we don't know, so at least that's good news. Uh, once again, in case I cannot wait to listen next week, where can I find you to tweet at you all the questions I have that I know you'll answer because you're fabulous? Um, at Stephanie Wanger. At Roxy Stryer. Tweet at us. Don't forget, go to iTunes, please, 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 so I can stop making these announcements during the <laughs> show, at least. And our YouTube, of course. You can comment there. And that's pretty much all. We'll be back here next week, same time, same place, talking about your favorite show. For all you Gleeks out there, we love you and thank you for listening. Thank you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.